Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Comedy Collision Podcast. I am your host, Nick Hannick. This is episode number 47. I cannot believe we've done 47 of these things. So let's just dive right in. Let's go. back comedy collision podcast on the way welcome home everybody i am back from my trip to hawaii to cancun all around the freaking globe uh international love baby chris brown can you even quote chris brown anymore i don't know if i'm in trouble or canceled for quoting chris brown now but we're back it was fun my first wedding is now officially in the books i can no longer say i've never been to a wedding um where i can remember it i uh i stood up in the wedding little farther back in the groomsmen than I thought I would have been picked, but it is what it is. I was like four or five out of the six. Was there six? I don't know. But I was pretty, I was, a, you know, a flyer kind of pick. And that's on that's on Vanya. That's not on me. That's on Vanya. And we're going to put it by, but, you know, I go on. I learn from it, but I don't forget. I don't forget. No, it was a good time. I'm happy for the two. Happy that they had such a good time. And uh, Cancun was fun. Cancun was awesome, dude. If you've never been to Cancun, it's an absolute... Oh, too loud on the street. All good, but too loud. Um, it's an absolute run-down shithole city. <laughs> and the only thing good about it is the resort, right? You don't ever leave the resort. I thought we were going to die. Driving home from the airport, I thought we were... Or driving home from the resort to the airport, I thought we were going to die. Um, there was like a military trucks on the street, just guys armed in the back of tr- uh, the trunk, just standing. And it was ridiculous. It really was. But it was fun. I ended up um, having my own room, just chilling. Did I get the room thinking maybe I had a plus one? Yes. Did I have one? No. And it's all good. We move on. It's fine, dude. It's all fine. Um, had a hot tub on the end of the balcony. Had to make use of that. Did they take me for a ride? Mm-hmm. They took me for a ride in the room. They, uh, I got charged. I think I bought a toothbrush and a cigar. That was about a twelve, eleven dollar cigar, but they got me at twenty nine dollars in total for both. Unbelievable. So, <laughs> after uh, the peso system took over, took me uh, from behind. <laughs> I, uh, you know, tried to enjoy myself. I did. The the room was cool. My buddy missed the plane. My buddy missed the plane. Let me turn this down. I feel like it's loud. My buddy missed the plane. Is that better? Yeah. Um, my buddy missed the plane. So he and one, two, three, four of my other friends, three of my other friends, four, four total, took a flight for Spirit Airlines, which I'll never fly. And they took the flight with them um, at, I don't know, four. They had to be up at 4 a.m. The flight was at 6 a.m., something like that. And, well, they didn't have to be up at 4, 4 a.m. I misspoke. You have to be at the airport for an international flight two hours beforehand. But they said, no, 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 no. They said, no, we're going to get there 45 minutes before. That's what we're going to do. And they did. 
45 <laughs> they got there 45 minutes before the flight they go through tsa and shit and they're looking all fine they're running late but they get on the plane now my one buddy he had to check his bag they th- he thought it was gonna be small enough to get in the like as a carry-on they said no 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 you gotta go check that so now he has to go back check his bag come through tsa again goes back checks it they're on the plane He's going through TSA. They're boarding. They're like, you got to make it. You got to make it. And I'm just sitting there. Sister's driving me to the airport to get there two hours ahead of time for my 8 o'clock flight. And I'm watching this madness in the group chat. It's absolute pandemonium in the group chat right now. And he goes, they stopped me at TSA for a random pat down. Now, that's about as, as bad as it could be for you. And luck, buddy. That's as bad as it gets. So they pat this motherfucker down. They pat him down. He's got nothing. He's got nothing. So he goes on, and he says he's running like Usain Bolt to the door. They're like, they're, they closed it. And he's like, what? He gets their door closed. Sorry, buddy. Get down to the next one. Well, wait. Wait just a second. My buddy on the plane talks to the stewardess or the flight attendant, don't cancel me, whatever it's called, the pilot, whoever the fuck you talk to, and was like, hey, our buddy is trying to get on the plane. Can we just let him on? He's at the door. He's at the gate. He's here. He needs to get on the plane. They're like, is it? And they said his name. And they're like, yes. They're like, okay, we've been waiting for him. So they go up the ramp, open the door, which I'm pretty sure is highly illegal, but Spirit Airlines, anything can fly on that thing. They kick open the door. (laughs) He's nowhere to be found. Nowhere. Zip zero, no nada. Nowhere to be found. He went to go charge his phone because it died. So everyone's like, get to the door, get to the door. He's not getting these messages. His phone died. He's charging it. He comes back. <laughs> his phone turns on. Everyone's like, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? And he's like, did they really fucking reopen it? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, fuck you. I'm like, oh, what, what did I do? But all right. So that's that's his, uh, and he didn't make it. He didn't make it. So that's his uh, little incident he had. Now, the real crime in this story is not that they were not two hours late. It's not, well, I guess actually the real crime, technically speaking, is that they opened the door again. But it's not that they reopened the doors. It's not that he got patted down. It's not that the luggage had to be checked. The real crime in this story, by far too, how is your phone not charged when you're flying internationally? Hey, you're going to a new country. Charge your phone. If I'm going to have to flash my passport or else I'm stuck here, I'm probably charging my phone just in case I have to make a call. If I'm running late and I know I'm running late, like I'm the night before, it's looking bad, charge your phone. That's what I would do is I I charge my phone. I know that. And he didn't. He didn't charge his phone and there we go. So we go, I get there, I show up in my Magic Johnson outfit. Now, is that a Lakers jersey? No. Is it an outfit of an Air Jordan uh, purple shorts and uh, 
like a what teal shirt? Yes, it is. No, it's a purple shirt, teal shorts, I believe. Now, I'll post the picture of it probably on the Instagram. But I, was I dripping? Yes, dude. Was it swagalicious? Yeah, man. It wasn't, and that's not my word, dude. I don't usually use the word swagalicious, but dude, when when it's swagalicious, I'm gonna call it out. You know, I gotta call it out. People called me out on it. I went through TSA. They started, They were like, whoa, 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 whoa. They tried to, They just kept spraying me with water and shit. And the, they used a the fire extinguisher on me. They're like, we will not. We're not going to be able to put it out. It's too hot. We can't put that out. And they let me go. That's a true story. It was a fun time, though. We got there. The wedding um, entrances was my favorite part. I came down with my bridesmaid, dude, and I said, "I will." First of all, I go down there. I say, "Hey, can you play me? I want like my own thing. I don't want her even involved. Honestly, it's my time to shine for a hot second." And I'm like, I, "So I gave a list of requests, songs, um, pyrotechnics. Uh, tell them where I'm going to pose. All this stuff." They say no. They don't even let me pick my song. I requested John Cena's entrance music. Um, I was going to recreate Edge's entrance music that you think you know me, and then on this day, and I was going to run out through the smoke and do the fireworks, but um, they said no to that. They shot down John Cena's entrance music. They shot down John Cena's entrance music for both of us, and so we had to come out to whatever they're doing. And I said, when we get out there, there's a little like staircase, probably the stairway, I should say. There's like two or three steps where we go down, and that's where the rest of the you know all the tables are and stuff. We're on like a platform above it, and we step down. But right when we get to that platform, we're going to unhook arms or hands, whatever we were doing, I think arms, and we're going to pump up the crowd. So we go, and we I, we release. We get to the point where we release, and I go, and I do a little one-foot one skate, basically. When I pump up the crowd after they score a goal in hockey, I go up on one leg, I just pump up the crowd, and then I, as the crowd's, oh, yeah, oh, oh, they start feeling it a little bit. And when they got that second roar, dude, I hit them with the Hulk Hogan. I went, and I gave them the ear wave, you know, the, whoa, 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 the ear wave. This is the thing. I got to start videoing these podcasts. I don't know where the fuck I'm going to shoot it, though. That's the thing. I'm all talk about videoing these podcasts, but I don't know where I'm going to put it. Nonetheless... Um, if you don't know what the Hulk Hogan, like, uh, let me hear you earwave thing is, then never mind. Then I'm sorry, but I also feel bad for you because you should know what that is. But it was fun, man. They watered down those drinks like shit there. I was drinking 15, at least 15, uh, what's it called? Those like uh, strawberry daiquiris all around. Just 15 of them. Nothing. It felt nothing. At the wedding, got drunk off beer. Had to. Had to do it. Can't trust the hard alcohol. Shots, watered down. Let's talk about the dance floor, though, man. Speaking of water, first of all, I go on the dance floor. Terribly embarrassing fashion. Terribly. And it's not that I didn't have the moves, because I got the moves. I'm like a dangerous rubber band. And I got the moves, and this is what happened. I go to the dance floor after, no, I get up, I'm, I'm drinking, all right, I'm having a few. I come back from the bar, and the girl who's, like, shooting the video is, like, standing right there. And I go right up to the camera, I look right in the camera, I said, get this. And I go, this, that floor, it's over. I go, it's over. That's going to be on fire in a second. Watch. And I run over there, 
<laughs> something like that. I don't know what I yelled, something like that. And I go over there, and I just get in the middle of the circle with uh, my buddy Malky, and we just, we're just hooking arms, and we're doing like this, like, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know fucking what's it called. Like, have a country dance, if you will, like where you just swing around and around kind of situation. Swing around and around. And, and then I go, I release, and I go to the end of the circle, and I didn't know that the dance floor ended a step outside of the circle, and I just misplace my foot right on the corner, absolutely sprain it. In all, I thought my whole ankle was off. It hurt so bad. We pushed through. We were just dancing in the water, too, later. It was great. I played the one Polish song I know. Do, do. It's not I'm a gummy bear. It did that sounded a lot like I'm a gummy bear. Yes, I'm a it did sound that sounded a lot like the gummy bear song, but I promise you it was not the gummy bear song. So I really want to apologize if you thought that's what it was. Did the gummy bear song come on later? Like the intro of it did. Like we thought it was gonna be the gummy bear song, or it was like it was the beat of the gummy bear song, but it wasn't it. I don't know. But they played my song, it was great. I got to see everybody enjoying it. But we need to back things up a little bit. We need to talk about the moment they got married and what went down. So we're on the beach. We're standing in sand in our dress uh, shoes. (laughs) And this is a true story. I don't know who brought in the priest. But the night before at the rehearsal dinner, we heard some things. All right? All I'll say is this priest got a little handsy and a little uh, flirtatious with one of the bridesmaids over there. And also, (laughs) apparently, father has fathered two different kids. That's what I heard. Great. I don't know if you guys can hear that. I hope hope that's not in the mic, but whatever. Um, But yeah, so apparently he's fathered two different kids. Now, we're at the wedding. And they're doing their, like, vows, or they're not at the vows yet, but they're looking. Everyone's out there. He's doing the ceremony. And he says, like, there's three things, three things that is going to be great about their marriage. And it's one, that they're becoming husband and wife in the eyes of the Lord. And then he goes, husband and wife. Although sometimes in today's age people think it could be other things, it's husband and wife. We were crying. Uh, we couldn't believe he said that. We were crying, laughing on the other side of, or I guess the altar, right? Or was it the, called the altar? Yeah, I don't know. We were. You don't. You don't come to this podcast to learn. We all know that. Um, we're crying. The groomsmen are just like trying to keep it together. But like, what the fuck did he just say? And so we're like, what the fuck? And then later, um, our buddy, the bus man. Like, gives him the rings. He asks for the rings. He gives him the rings. And he's like, open the box. He's like, open the box. Open the box. (laughs) And he's like, the box was open. (laughs) I know what he kept yelling at me for. And um, we're just trying to not fucking just burst out laughing and cry, making any kind of noise over there in the line, in the sand, by the way. Which was just, you know, I like fell almost. Almost got sand in my shoe. Which then you got to go on the whole day with sand in your shoe. And you don't want to do that. These are my dress shoes too. I don't know. We've done 15 minutes here on Cancun. I'm sorry. But when you go down those water slides that we went down, how am I not going to talk about it? 
We went down water slides. They were pretty big. No big deal. One was pretty fast. I went like a thousand miles per hour. And it was closed. It was dark. I couldn't see where I was going, but I was going a thousand miles per hour. And I went flying. And then on the other one, it was open, but you just went flying on it like up and like, I guess you were just like hitting around a lot. Like my back was so marked up after going on that open one. But yeah, no, it was cool, man. But then traveling, traveling made me want to be, you know, you ever heard the term like when a guy like, you know, this might be in vows sometimes, but a guy will, when he's talking about his wife, he's like, she made me want to be a better man. Traveling made me want to be Hitler. That bad of a human. That bad. We, my flight was delayed two hours. Um, I went to an international airport where I was flying standby. Didn't know if I'd be on the plane. Finally got on the plane after eating at Guy Fieri's Flavor Town and overpaying for chicken tenders there. Finally get in the plane, get on the plane. Now, when I get on the plane, am I uh, boarding list like C10? Yeah. Do they call C10? No. Do they ever call the C's? No. But do they? am I the last one to get on the plane because they're like, we already called it? Yep. Did I look around when I looked up when I said you already called it and it said B31 through 60? Now boarding? It did. So that doesn't make any sense. But, they, but what am I going to argue, man? What am I going to argue? I get on the plane. Um, again, score, I think I scored an aisle seat. Did I? I don't know. And um, fly to Denver, okay? Get to Denver. Have to, we're in late. We're in late. We're running, I mean, 20 minutes till my next flight to San Jose. I go. They, they're not doing pre-boarding despite me having pre-boarding. Now, do I ever have pre-boarding? Not really. Did I have it now? Yep. Did I also have global entry? Yep. Were they doing any of those? No. And we go, wait in line, finally get through TSA. I saw the two biggest dudes I think I've ever seen in the fucking world. And I'm like, I have to ask if that's a, that has to be an NFL player. He's wearing a Niners hat. He has some bag that has some like award on the back, safety or whatever. And I was like, that has to be something I have to ask. Turns out the guy was a fireman. I mean, the guy was like 6'9", just the most in shape 6'9 dude you'll ever see. And like his other buddies were just like huge too and in shape and just like they weren't athletes apparently. It's like, how do you look like that and not play sports? Unbelievable. So, um, where am I going? Oh, yeah, so we rush. We, I check my bag, go, get to the flight. It's already left. Fuck yeah, dude, it's already left. Woohoo! Yeah, it's already left. I want to get that. I haven't downloaded it yet, but I want to get the button um, that goes, woohoo! No, 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 woohoo! That song, I want to hit that one uh, ever. Something great like this happens in my life. So, so, so I go, are we going to go to Oakland? Because that's another place. I just have to get west to get to um, uh, Hawaii the next day. Because it's not happening that night. And they go, yeah, uh, you can go to Oakland right now. It's boarding right now. You got to run. I go, okay, give me the thing. Gives me the boarding pass. I run. I go, my dad's like, oh, uh, your bag's not going to make it then. So you got to go back. And I'm like, all right, fine. So we go back. My bag is still here at the Denver airport. It wasn't loaded onto the flight of San Jose. So we go, and I'm like, I'm not going, I'm not going. So I go downstairs, and I'm like, hey, can I get my bag from the Southwest baggage claim or whatever from those people? I'm like, can I get my bag back? It's here still. She goes, no, I can't get you your bag back. I go, why can't you get me my bag back? She goes, we can't get you your bag back because that's we don't do that. 
I go, what do you mean you don't do that? She goes, there's just a thousand bags out there. We don't do that. I go, okay. So when will I get it? She goes, it's going to go to San Jose tomorrow, first thing out tomorrow. And then on the, from there, you can request it when you get to Maui. I go, fine. I'm livid at this point. And it looks like I'm staying in Denver for the night. I then go and we talk to another girl. My dad likes to tell them that he works there for Southwest and that gives him a you know, better service. And you know what? I didn't think that would work. I didn't think this was like, you know who the fuck my dad is. But it did help. I will say that. They were nicer once they found that out, I noticed. However, just because you're nicer does not mean you're not an imbecile. And these stupid, idiotic Southwest employees from Colorado made my life a living hell for the next hour as we just tried to figure out what the best route was. All these different plans. I'm standing there. My phone's at 2%. We're trying to figure out how I'm getting there. We go. Figure out that the best way for me to get there is to fly into Sacramento in three hours in the morning, four hours in the morning. From there, go on to Hawaii from there. That will be an hour and an hour later. Hour and 10 minutes if you want specifics. Now, we go. We go, and all of a sudden, they go, oh, wait, wait, we got to make sure your bag gets there. Okay, we're just going to route your bag and pull it right now and send it to Maui. So not going to pull it and give it to me, but pull it out of where it is and redirect it to Maui. I said, fine. I said, why, can I, why can't you pull my bag right now? She said, we don't pull your bags. That's not what we do. I go, all right. I go, why don't you do that? She goes, we can't. So that's the plan. Now, I say multiple employees because about half, three quarters of the way through, this one girl just gave up. She said, I, I'm off. This girl's going to help you, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'll let you know when your bag gets there. By the way, by the fucking way, my bag was supposed to get to San Jose in two days. It wasn't first flight out my ass. Oh, that's odd. Oh, that's odd. Yeah, it is fucking odd, isn't it? I digress. So we go. I go to Sacramento. I get to Sacramento. When I'm in, now, when I'm going to Sacramento, do I see a couple around my age? Yes. Do I think about how that could have been me? Yes. Do I get sad? Absolutely. Do I push through? I have no, no choice but to do that. So I push through, go, go to, am I stressed? Obviously, and tired. Push through, go to Sacramento. They're in Sacramento too. They eat at the same restaurant as me. All good, still sad. So at Sacramento, Layover, two and a half hours. Did she say an hour and 10 minutes? Yep. Is it now two and a half? Because that's what it always was. Mm-hmm. She was wrong again. We go, get on the plane, go to Hawaii, long flight, finally get there. Guess what? You guessed it. Bag's not there. Bag's not there. There's the police. You can hear them in the back because we're on a busy street and we don't have a studio. That's so annoying. Let me mute this. All right, we're back. Um, yeah, so, um, well, says, yeah, finally uh, got the bag two days later or a day later at seven, a day later at 7 p.m. No, we didn't get until 10 p.m. Because we went on top of a mountain and like 10,000 feet in the air. I got insanely sick and um, we watched like an average sunset. 
not even good. Just you were up there. That's the only cool part was you could see the clouds below you. I thought it was in my old apartment because I was seeing the tops of the clouds again. I said, oh, am I in Chicago? Am I in Old Town? And they said, nope, you're just on top of a mountain. I go, oh, shit, same view. But yep. And if you thought that was the end of the story, it's not because when I got to Hawaii, I could not digest anything. Everything from Poop City was there. It was great. I'm not going to get crass on you. I don't want to get crass on you, but I'm about to. It was horrible. It was absolutely terrible. I was going to the bathroom probably seven, ten times a day. Every, if, as soon as I put something in my body, any single time I put, I drink water or ate or anything like that, drink anything or ate, go in the bathroom, just feeding, it's like feeding a, a car gasoline, just kept going. It just kept going. It was horrible. Now, did I push through and kind of recover? Yes. Was Sunday a little shaky my last day? It was. Or sorry, Saturday? It was. Did did my mom say, don't get the chicken Alfredo at dinner? And I said, I'll be fine. And then when I saw how small it was, I was very happy that it was small. Yep. Did I eat it? Yep. And did I absolutely, was she 110% correct? And I blew it all up? Yep. But besides that, Hawaii was cool. I don't fuck with the ocean. I stayed at the resort the whole time. I don't fuck with the ocean. I don't go in the ocean. Fuck the ocean, dude. In the hot tub, my mom comes over. She's like, oh, yeah, some lady had like a sea urchin in her leg. She was bleeding all over. Like, yeah. So I don't fuck with the ocean in any any sense of the way. Um, I shot the best round of my life there. And um, so I broke 90 finally. That was cool. I shot an 89. I lost my hat, so I had to buy a hat when I got there, a Titleist hat, and it has the course on it. And then I shot the best round of my life with clubs that are not mine. And um, you know what? Now I got the, got the course on the hat that I did that at, and that's pretty cool. And that's pretty freaking sweet, dude. And I don't know which one. I think it's this one. We haven't played that one in a bit, huh? Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I got I got hammered at the pool one day. I know this has all been about Hawaii. I'm sorry, but it's it's very interesting stuff. This one girl kept saying she was from Washington State, and I'm like, "Are you saying Washington? Are you from the college?" She's like, "No, Washington State." And then kept saying that, and then I'm like, "It's Washington, the state, lady. Say the state. Don't say Washington State. Arizona State. That's where I live. Oh, is that where you went to school? Nope." But I live there, Arizona State. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable, dude. And nowhere, nowhere in any of these places, Hawaii, Cancun, could you get a fucking plastic straw. It was always a paper straw, and paper straws absolutely fucking suck. Because, yes, they get wet, and guess what happens when they get wet? They crumble, and then can you keep drinking from it? Fuck no, dude. I was in the airport sipping on a nice mocha latte like I do. I love to sip on a nice mocha latte. That's all I'd be sipping on. And I got there, and the coffee destroyed the straw. All right? So what the fuck? Fuck paper straws. I don't give a fuck if you shove them up the sea turtle's noses. Now, that's graphic, and I do, don't mean that, but you know what I mean, okay? Just, can we just do the plastic straws and not toss them in the ocean? You know? Fuck. You know what? Fuck that. No, fuck the sea turtles, dude. I'm actually out on the sea turtles now. I'm out on the sea turtles. Fuck that. 
What else, dude? What are we doing now? There were some Hawaiian people, by the way, there playing the ukulele, like finger picking at it. I was just like, let me get it. Let me shred. Let me show you how it's done. Let me shred it. And uh, they didn't let me. But um, but um, 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 what else? What else? What else? What else? Let's see. Uh, Pusha T dropped a new album. I wanted to talk about that. I love that album. It's awesome. I don't think I talked about that in the last podcast. Maybe I did. I'm reading a book now. Oh, he's reading a book, dude. I'm reading a book. I am reading a book for the first time since high school, since To Catcher and the Rye. In the Rye? and the Rye? I don't know. And I uh, don't even know the name of the book. And uh, <laughs> don't even know the name of the book. And now reading a new one. It's called The Alchemist. I told everybody. I've told this story like four times. I tell people I've read this book, but I've never read this book ever in my life. But I go, oh, no, I've read it. You know, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Paulo Coelho. Paulo Coelho. It's a very catchy name. And it, oh, Paulo Coelho. Oh, oh. What an interesting name. It must be an interesting book. Oh, I wouldn't know. I haven't read it. <laughs> but no, I'm about a hundred and um what, hundred and eight pages in out of 164, I believe. So we're cranking through it, about two thirds of the way through. Um yeah, how much time do we have on the podcast? Oh wow, we've only done twenty nine minutes. Holy shit. But um the book's good and it's about manifesting your own dreams. So go check it out. The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Um, I got some other things I wanted to talk about, but I'm thinking about saving because I'm trying to crank these out weekly now on Friday. I'm going up and I'm doing stand up. People have been asking, when are you going to do stand up again? What are you doing stand up again? And that's a great question because I was asking myself that for a long time. But we're going to go up. Didn't do it in Hawaii like I wanted to, um, but we're going to go up in, um, tonight. I don't know the name of the place. It's a new place. Um, it's on Lincoln Ave. Um, I don't know, but we're going to go up tonight and try to just shake off the rust. That's all we're going to do is shake off the rust. Um, but yeah, so I know hopefully it goes well. Hopefully we keep doing stand up a little more. We get on some shows. I guess that's the next step because no more second city, man. No more second city. No, no more Woody's things. The Woody's thing is now on Sundays. That's tough to get to. And if I make an effort, maybe I can get there. But right now. I just got to, you, my mind's telling me no, but my body, my body's telling me yes, right? A little bump, is it called bump and grind? I don't see nothing wrong, right? Can I sing R. Kelly or am I going to get canceled? Shit, I might have just, dude, R. Kelly and Chris Brown in the same podcast episode, and? And now it's all over. For my career. And that's how we're going to end it. You know where it's going if you just heard that quote. You know who that man is. Um, obviously, terribly sad news. I don't like to talk about this shit at the beginning of the episodes. Um, that's why we're 31 minutes in and we're about to um, end this. But before we end it, I want to just, you know, talk about this real quick. Uh, Ray Liotta passed away. Um, very sad an actor I loved a lot and played my favorite character of all time, Henry Hill in Goodfellas. And he murdered it. It was the best. It was just the best performance, man. It was really cool. And he's gone. And it's very sad because he died at the age of what? 67. I believe very, very, very young and losing guys like him and, Taylor from the Foo Fighters and 
you know, obviously I lost a buddy last year. But um, it's very sad. And those people were very, you know, influential in my life. And so obviously hope the best for his family and stuff like that. But uh, if you have not, if you have not, it's an absolute crime that you haven't. But if you have not, go right now. Stop listening to this if you even are listening to it. And go check out Goodfellas. The best movie of all time. There I said it, the best movie of all time. All right? The best movie of all time. And now it's all over. We love you. Thank you for listening. Ray, we miss you. Um, also, rest in peace to Marion Barber, who also died tragically way too young. Um, another running back for my youth. But um, all right, guys, uh, we'll be back next Friday. We're going to do these weekly as best I can. We're going to do these re- weekly. So we will catch you then. All right, next week. See ya.